from RF Smart. This is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. And now, your host, Sarah Archer. To taking inventory with RF Smart. This is a podcast all about ERP, warehouse management, and of course, inventory. My name is Sarah Archer. I'm the digital media coordinator here at RF Smart and the host of this podcast. And I'm joined in the studio today by Danny Bushman. And we also have Bill Sullivan, who is zooming in from Colorado. Um, I'm going to let them tell you a little bit about themselves. Bill, you've actually recently just stepped into a new role at RF Smart. You've worn many hats. I know Danny has too. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about your background and what you're doing now? Sure, I'd be happy to. So, uh, hi everyone, I'm Bill Sullivan, as Sarah just mentioned. So, I'm the Vice President of Product Strategy and Management here at RF Smart, looking after where our investments, where our products are going. So, I've recently uh, moved into this role from our uh, from a product manager role here with uh, Smart NetSuite products. I've been at Smart for 17 years, long time. Um, been probably spent half my time on the services side, so I ser- certainly have a lot of empathy for our, our implementation uh, folks on our in our company and, and how they engage our customers. And I spent about half my time in products. So uh, happy to be here with you today. Bill, you've got to tell us it's something fun fun about you. What's what do you do in your free time? Any hobbies or uh, family you want to tell us about? Uh, so I've got uh, two teenage daughters. That's uh, keeps me very busy. That we in itself a is a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and keeping track of. Uh, the boys, you know, I keep an eye on them. But anyway, uh, we do a lot of outdoorsy stuff here in Colorado, hiking, fishing. We, we love the outdoors uh, all year long. Um, probably interesting fact, I would say, is um, I might be one of the few people you've ever met that grew up in South Dakota. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're the only person I've ever met who's from South Maybe Dakota. from South Dakota. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that. Um, and Bill, like I said before, is in our Denver office. Um, if you're listening and you don't know, RF Smart has an office in Denver and one in Jacksonville and then several other globally. But I had the opportunity to come out and visit the Denver office and was just floored by how gorgeous it is out there. Um, so I would definitely be taking advantage of the outdoors if I was there. Um, I think everybody wants to move to Denver. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful to visit. <laughs> yep. Danny, you're here, too. Uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. Give us some background, maybe an interesting fact. Sure. Uh, welcome, everybody. My name is Danny Bushman. I'm a solution consultant uh, for the company. I actually started my career on the sales uh, sales side. Uh, I've been with the company about 20 years now, so I started on the sales side. A um, couple years after that, I moved into the services side. Uh, I uh, moved into different positions, uh, project managers and practice directors. Uh, I have recently trans trans. Uh, moved back to the sales side about a couple years ago. So that's where I am now, a solution consultant. I help customers with solution solutioning uh, our product as we try to sell it to them. Yeah, if you've bought Smart, you may have seen a demo from Danny. Danny, tell us a little bit about you. What do you like to do in your spare time? Fun fact. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty active guy, so I like to do a lot of sports. I, I um I like to work out a lot, so I read 
I like to see plays, and I love music. I guess a fun fact would be I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan. I grew up with them. I've probably seen him 35-plus times, so I'm a, I'm a big fan for him. So. so where Bill was born in South Dakota, you might say you were born in the uh, USA. Was that bad? It was kind of bad, good. huh? I, I like that. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Well, let's, let's talk about inventory <laughs> and not bad Bruce Springsteen <laughs> puns from me. Um, you know, something that I've learned at the time, you know, my time at RF Smart, which is um, only a couple years. In this room combined, there's so much experience. It's awesome to talk to both of you. But um, accurate inventory is at the heart of every single process that we do. And so we're either trying to make sure your inventory is accurate or that we're maintaining accuracy. And so today I really want to talk about picking and some best practices around picking and accurate picking. And that really starts with accurate inventory. Is that right, Bill? You know, it really does. So uh, order fulfillment is just such a critical part of the operations to so many companies, but the prerequisite for uh, good picking processes and activities are going to be accurate inventory. So if your inventory physically in the warehouse is not really matching what your ERP system uh, is saying, like like that suite, uh, you're going to have, it's not going to work too well. So uh, using, you know, having the discipline to use a system with your workers and in, in, in your operations is really key. So from the point of receiving inventory to putting that inventory away, to transferring it, to, to picking it, you know, all the movements for inventory and even transforming inventory if you're doing manufacturing is uh, going to be very key to using mobile the mobile applications and not just saying well i was going to go over here i'm going to pick something up and i'll i'll get it into the system later and then you forget so just using the system with all the movements is just very key and then then you really set up very well to to really get the benefits of what we're talking about today which is you know some of the wms capabilities with with picking and order fulfillment and this really starts at receiving right so um, you want to have you mentioned discipline before, which I think is such an excellent word to uh, to describe this, right? Because it really is a discipline. You have to decide that you're going to put these practices into play and that you're going to follow through. So um, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, talk a little bit about that journey through the warehouse and why that's important. Yeah. So when products coming in the door, there's so many things you really want to make sure that. You know, the inventory that you're receiving is really is, is what is expected. So what's on a purchase order? Is that the inventory that's arriving at the door? Are your quantities correct? A lot of other types of information that are really key to capture as well would be things like uh, what vendor, vendor supplier numbers, uh, country code of origin. Uh, maybe a real common one is lots, you know, what lot information is associated with that inventory that you're receiving. So being able to do that kind of seamlessly as you're receiving it without having to write things down and then go into the system is really key. We just try to make that easy to do so that not only is it easy, but you're updating your inventory and your ERP in real time. So that is, um, that's really key for all the downstream processes that we're talking about. So it all does start with receiving. And I think one thing that is important to note here too, um, and Danny, you probably know this better than anybody, 
RF Smart, you know, it's automation. It's going to make your life easier, but it's not AI. It's not, um, you know, learning as it goes, so to speak, although we are all learning as we go and trying to make the processes better for you and improve products. But um, it really is a part of that discipline. Is that right? Is just really um, making sure from the very beginning um, you're doing the right things. It is, yeah. I mean, we we really tout that our product is um, user-friendly, so we make it very user-friendly uh, for the user to do their – we walk them through the processes. Um, but I agree with Bill. It's a discipline, and we <clears throat> advocate that uh, each of the users who is going to touch a product, um, deal with inventory – um, they do the right thing by executing that uh, with a, with a you know with a function that's actually moving that and touching it, and then the accuracy will just come along with it. For it. So one the first best practice that we're talking about today as as we go along is making sure that the inventory is accurate and that you are putting that process in at receiving. The second thing I, I want to talk about a little bit is just um, around efficiency. And of course, RF Smart, our goal is to make you more efficient. But one of the things you can do is to reduce the path that the picker needs to travel. Is that right? Does one of you want to want to take that? Sure, I'll take it. Um, yes. So uh, some warehouses are very large. And to avoid having the user's uh, the pickers uh, crisscross back and forth, uh, go from one one uh, end of the warehouse to the other and back again um, is just not efficient. So we've developed a way that uh, when they're picking for an order or a wave, um, they're actually going to be path through the warehouse in a very easy fashion, starting from the uh, beginning of, a, of an aisle and then walking their way down through it. So it, it makes it very uh, easier user-friendly. The user just follows our prompts, um, and it will take them through a very efficient path for it. Yeah. And Danny, you mentioned waves there. There are some other um, kind of best practices that you can put into place, right, for increasing productivity and efficiency. What are some more uh, examples of that? Um, Yeah. So uh, we can group uh, orders together, um, that's what a wave is. So you can group orders together. You don't, uh, so the uh, user really can just pick multiple orders at the same time, just walking through the rare warehouse just once rather than for each order having to repeat those steps uh, walking through the warehouse. They can just do it once and pick as many orders as they want for it. And so I, and I think that that's kind of a good segue into talking a little bit about the functionality that RF Smart provides to do that, right? So we've got wave picking, splitting orders, um, and creating picking tasks. And so in order to do all of those things that increase efficiency to make your inventory more accurate, um, there are some, some functionality within RF Smart that we can use for that. Um, Bill, do you want to tell us a little bit um, about some of those picking processes? Yeah, so really just thinking through um, the business process of how you want your product to, you know, get out of the warehouse to, to staging and packing and, and then out the door. So what's the most efficient way to do that? And a lot of companies, uh, you know, that we work with, especially in NetSuite, are smaller companies, maybe even going from like pencil and paper and carrying around, carrying paper and trying to find that product and going to a, uh, to a system 
that's going to guide users through the warehouse is kind of a big leap. But really looking for um, that's that system, and we can't be real efficient until we really understand what those processes should be, and then we can kind of map in our solution to make those processes happen. So grouping orders by maybe the carrier. So if you've got a lot of FedEx orders that might be going out uh, that afternoon, you might group all those orders together, send the people out in the warehouse. They're they're guided through um, our smart and they're picking those orders, staging those and, and timing that for that that packing and then that shipping with, with the FedEx carrier. Others might be maybe you may have some customers that you have to do very order-specific picking. So you can have, you know, one order uh, by customer or group orders for a particular customers. We could group orders across uh, customers as well for like carrier or maybe ship date. So there's a lot of different ways that we can group the orders that really make the most sense for that fulfillment activity for that company. Um, and a lot of that is based upon how that product's going out the door, but very might be very customer specific as well. So we want to, uh, companies want to make their customers happy and getting the product, getting the right product um, at the right time is really key to keep, keeping your customers happy and, and keeping your customers in general. And it's interesting too that you, you mentioned um, smaller companies or companies going for manual um, you know, something that, that you've said that kind of resonated with me is that um, no matter what the size of the company is, um, picking is the same, right? Like you are, you still need to have those processes in place. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting when you say the same, a lot of companies will say, doesn't everyone do it this way? And, you know, honestly, uh, the answer is no. Uh, there's so many things that make picking and order fulfillment very unique by customer. It could be the warehouse layout. So a lot of companies don't start their business and say, well, this is the exact layout and I'm going to build my warehouse, you know, to fit my order fulfillment, my inventory tracking. Um, they're going to inherit the facilities they have and they're going to make the best out of those facilities. So being able to adapt to that kind of variable or maybe some very customer specific type of variables is something we work with our customers on. And we basically try to build our software to be configurable and adapt to those different variables as well. But one thing I would probably mention, um, talking about big customers, small customers, B2B, B2C, um, I've spent a lot of time in the B2C area uh, with a lot of different companies around the world and I'm very familiar with uh, fulfillment strategies and WMS systems with those companies. Um, when I moved into NetSuite a few years back, uh, working with a lot of smaller customers, one thing that really struck me was that even though these customers are smaller, their fulfillment activity is every bit and sometimes more complex than a lot, a lot of the larger B2B companies. So the, uh, you know, customers, when you're shipping to a customer, they have very high expectations. You know, it's very different now than it was five years, 10 years ago. So that leads to the complexity that we see in the e-commerce fulfillment arena, which a lot of NetSuite customers are in. Yeah, it's, uh, it is kind of uh, fascinating. I've 
uh, like I've mentioned, I've been in uh, around 20 years uh, in this business, uh, even longer actually. Um, and you think you would have thought that you would have run into of the hundreds of warehouses that I've been through, you thought that you would have run into every scenario of how they pick. <laughs> Uh, but lo and behold, when I get to a new customer, they have a process that I just never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's not surprising anymore. Uh, we try to have best practices uh, throughout our system. Uh, we've developed a lot of uh, picking um, uh, picking uh, planning functions uh, that would accommodate uh, most of these. So um, we our tool uh, really has come a long way. Yeah, and I want to talk about some of these picking functions. Um, we've got Pick Planner and Pick Manager, and we're going to talk a little bit about both of them and what the use cases are for them. Because I know, um, depending on the customer, it might be it might be different. There are some where Pick Planner is the right fit, and some where Pick Manager, which is relatively new functionality, um, that is exciting for our customers. So, Danny, um, can you talk a little bit about Pick Planner? Um, and talk about the scenarios where it would be a good fit for a customer. Yeah, so Pick Planner is uh, a way for uh, an automatic. It's an automatic way, actually, for plans to be um, created. They run, they create waves, and then the user picks those waves. And the way that you can, um, uh, the way that you can uh, make these plans. Uh, there's parameters that we give it, and then that's where the uh, magic ha- will happen. There on these parameters, you can you can actually <clears throat> excuse me schedule schedule these waves and these plans based on carriers. You can zone out uh, zone your uh, your warehouse out into different sections. Um, pickers can stay in their own zones, um, so an order can be split up based on the zone of the items where they are. And the, the uh, picker can just stay in, in their respective zone all day picking all these orders for it. Um, priorities, um, any – there's just license plating actually is available into this uh, pick planner. So it's a very advanced tool, automated way to wave out uh, groups of orders how the customer really wants them to be grouped out for it. And so one of the ways that I've – I've heard it said is that Pick Planner is a, a little more hands off, so it's kind of one of those things where you can set it and and let it run, um, and that's one of the differences between it and Pick Manager. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, it's the more advanced uh, one where it is hands off. Uh, once the plans are created, then it is an automatic schedule. Everything's scheduled. You schedule the plan to run. Waves would be created. And then uh, the pickers will see those waves uh, show up on their handheld um, real time. So, yes. And while we're talking about waves, because you talked about this um, a little bit ago, can you um, describe to me what waved or being waved out means? Sure. Um, so, uh, the scenario would be, <clears throat> excuse me, I have, uh, I have a bunch of sales orders and I really want to group them some way or wave them out. So, for instance, I may have three of my top customers, and I want to pick all my customers together. So the set of orders that are in for customer A would be waved out to one picker, and they'll pick all those orders for that one uh, customer. The second set of orders is for a different customer. That could be waved out together. So you could you could uh, – you can segment those orders out by customer, 
that wave will produce the, you know, just those orders for that customer there. And so I love hearing about, um, you know, how this is a little bit more hands-off. Those waves are just going out, mm-hmm. and you, and it frees the supervisor up, right? So that they're able to tackle things that might be a, a higher priority. Um, it gives them a little bit of time back in their day is one of the advantages. Definitely, yeah. This uh, this is re- this reduces their <clears throat> involvement of it. Uh, they don't have to print the pick tickets like they normally do. Most of them do that. They don't have to shuffle that piece of paper around, um, hand it out to the pickers. Um, all of that's avoided. Uh, it's automatic. The users know exactly what what their task is to do, what their wave is to do, um, and then they go pick it. So yeah. The, the warehouse supervisor now can uh, pay attention to other things in there. And it's interesting you said they don't have to shuffle paper around because this is one of the functionality um, of RF Smart that you're able to use in order to start reducing paper in your warehouse. Is that right? That is true. Yeah, there really is no paper needed uh, through this process. We, we've, we've thought of all the way through shipping, um, no paperwork really needs to be. We have... We have a concept called totes. Um, those totes can be used to house uh, the different work orders in that wave. Um, that tote can then just uh, flow through to the packing and shipping. So, yes, you really could avoid uh, paperwork up, up into the shipping. Yeah, that's a question that I know that we're getting a lot right now as people are trying to reduce touch points and handling um, and just, I mean, overall to eliminate paper because, you know, it's good for the environment or to reduce the cost, whatever it may be. But um, there's definitely some value there from some paperless picking strategies. And I know that there are some available also um, with Pick Manager. Bill, I wanted to ask you a little bit about Pick Manager because I know that um, coming from the role that you just came from, um, obviously you had a bit of a hand in rolling out some of the functionality that we've done for NetSuite. Um, you know, do you have any before we leave um, Pick Planner? Any thoughts there? And then, you know, what are, what are the use cases for Pick Manager? Yeah, so Pick Manager is uh, similar to Pick Planner, but really geared for more of the uh, smaller to midsize customers of ours in NetSuite. So it's more interactive. The warehouse supervisor could, you know, look at and create their plans, but then they would actually kick those plans off interactively. So you could save a plan, say, I want my order fulfillment for UPS going out today. Here's my plan I got. Or maybe I want uh, these customers. I'm I'm doing regular fulfillment for these customers. I may have a plan for them, and then I can just kick that off. But the nice thing about pick managers, I can view my plan before I release it to the warehouse. I could make any adjustments, any assignments to it, and then put that out to the warehouse. But um, one of the those, it's it's a it's paperless, just like uh, Pick Planner. So as an order comes in, and it is maybe it comes in toward the end of a a shift and but it needs to go out that day with both pick manager and pick planner we can basically expedite that out to the warehouse workers and it would show up on their devices and they would they would be able to pick that so both facilitate that um that paperless approach but you think about i've been in so many warehouses where the warehouse supervisor has to print that out and then go chase somebody down or even go pick it themselves in order to make sure that gets out on that on the on that shift so um 
being able to do things paperless, extremely effective. Um, but it, with Pick Manager, it gives even our customers who are moving from paper to a system and um, you know, to have the system tell the users what to get, where to get it, and go paperless. It really is a nice transition. And then between these two products, they our customers can grow. As they get bigger, they have more volume, more complexity in their warehouses. Um, they can actually start to then introduce an automated way of assigning picks, prioritizing picks, and releasing them to the warehouse uh, through Pick Planner. And it's interesting that you said more complexity because I was just thinking, Danny, you've got a story about um, a customer using uh, these picking functionalities. Is that right? I do. Um, So this customer um, had um, uh, lots of ways that they needed to pick, but one was kind of interesting where – there's a concept of unit of measure that uh, most of us know, uh, each is cases and pallets. So this customer actually had all three. So they stored the product in eaches, they all stored and sold it in cases, and that same item actually can be stored and sold in pallets. So our pick planner uh, was able to split up an order so that you have forklift drivers can only handle the pallets, and then you have um, just uh, walkers only be able to pick uh, the eaches and cases. So this customer, we were actually able to help them split that order up. Some of the lines on there could have been eaches. Other lines on that sales order may have been ordered in cases and then other ones when full pallets. The pick planner would be able to help that split all those up into the respective waves. And then the user who's on the forklift handles the pallets, the user who's picking cases stays there, and then the user who's picking eaches would stay in that area. So very efficient. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, so kind of recapping, you know, the differences between Pick Planner, Pick Manager, um, both can are advantageous to use, but um, just kind of depending on your circumstance. And so that's something that, um, at, you know, as you are, if you're not an RF Smart customer and you're listening and you're considering the, this functionality, um, those are those are things to consider which one might be best for you if you're looking to grow, um, how you could potentially grow into Pick Planner. Um, and we can certainly help, right? Uh, yeah. Customers or prospect, you know, customers call us and they're saying, can you you know, can you explain the difference? And, you know, here's my scenario. Which one do you feel is best? We can certainly help with that as well, talking to them. Absolutely. All right. Well, before we um, we wrap it up, is there any final thoughts on pick, planner, pick manager? Um, and we'll kind of complete the process, right? So we started in receiving with our best practices. You've got to uh, to start in receiving, be disciplined, continue that inventory accuracy, um, use you know, one of our picking functionalities in order to make sure that you are reliably picking the right thing. And um, that may be pick planner, which is a little bit more um, relaxed. Yeah, a little advanced, a little bit less hands-on, or it might be pick manager, where if you um, are in a a smaller or mid-sized environment, it might be a little bit better. Um, Any any final thoughts on pick planner, pick manager, either of you guys want to let us in on? You know, I, I would say both of these applications um, certainly apply to making your fulfillment activities more accurate 
um, but there's a lot of efficiency gains here. So companies are always looking for ways to do more work with the same amount of people. And so these tools are actually really well suited to help with that. So as your volume, your business is growing, both tools are going to be able to help you grow in that area without having to throw more people at things. You can actually do more with the team that you have. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'll add to that. Thanks, Bill. I'll add to that. Uh, we thought of not only just the picking, but what's the downstream, which is the packing and shipping. So this uh, this picking efficiency that we provide during these either pick planner or pick manager way uh, really feed nicely into the packer. It makes it sets them uh, it sets the packer up well uh, to be efficient in their positions to pack the pack the order out so it can get to the customer. Uh, quickly. And I was actually going to ask about that because, like we said, we started at receiving. And so this really flows through the entire warehouse process, right? Putting these kind of best picking practices into place is going to affect every part of your supply chain. It really does start with receiving. Yes. And goes all the way through. You're, you're correct. All right. Well, I, you know, with that being said, I think that, um, you know, we'll start wrapping it up for today. Um, you know, if there's if there's any final thoughts, any last minute thoughts from you guys, I'd love to hear them. Um, uh, anything else about picking? Any other words of wisdom for our customers? No, I, I think uh, we said that this is one of the most dynamic areas of uh, and, and more challenging areas that companies are faced with um, is in order fulfillment and picking. Uh, we've seen we've heard Danny talk about, um, hey, I've been in uh, hundreds of warehouses and I always encounter new situations and new criteria. Uh, and I don't think that'll stop. There's a lot of different variables that affect picking. And uh, so we're committed to continuing to invest in these tools that are going to make our customers more efficient than ever. So uh, we'll continue um, to invest in these tools and making them better. And and uh, we're really committed to our customer success in this area. Yeah, I think that uh, that this is just another example of us being crazy for our customers, right? Especially because Pick Manager, like I said, is kind of new. And it was an answer to some customers that came to us and said, Pick Planner might be too big for us or it's not the right fit. And so we answered that call and said, hey, we're going to do something else for you. We did. Yeah, we recognize that sales orders, uh, g- getting the product out uh, to their customer um, is the most important. That's... That's you know how they make money. That's the, where their profit comes from. So we're always trying to figure a better way, um, or trying to figure out solutions, how to get that product out the door, um, so that you know the the business can continue. Their business can continue. So for those of you listening, if you have uh, feedback or you you know want to talk to somebody about ways you can do things better, get in touch with us and let us know. Because like I said, this was an answer to um, a question that many customers ask. So you never know. Uh, we love customer feedback. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll we'll end it there for today. Thank you so much, Danny and Bill, for being in. Um, for those of you who are tuning in, make sure that you subscribe so you know when there's a new episode available. Of course, we're streaming on all the major platforms on YouTube, and you can check out our podcast website, which is www.rfsmart.com slash podcast. If you've got a question for Danny or Bill or for myself, you can always email us at info at rfsmart.com, and we would love to get some of that feedback from you. So, um, you know, make sure you check out the podcast website, our YouTube channel for new episodes and resources. Thank you again, Bill and Danny for being here. And thanks to those of you who are listening. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you.